Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome back once again to another episode of Cuatro Cuatro Dos. This is your boy Christian. I'm happy uh, to do something different today. Um, hopefully, 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 if everything works out great, this will be on YouTube as well. It's probably going to be the first Cuatro Cuatro podcast episode that will be a video too. Um, so, you know, Hoping everything goes well. Right now, we're doing everything uh, pretty low budget, but you know, as time goes on and the budget grows, hopefully, and uh, you know, we get a little bit more things going, we'll be able to do better, better stuff, better quality. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I got the computer that is not mine, the the mic that is mine, the lapel mic, which is gonna be the audio, and then of course, I got my calendar. And my notebook and my cup of water, you know, just to get ready and get going. Um, I got a random light over here that works as my light. But, you know, like I said, low budget, but we're going to be doing it for the love of the sport, I guess. Um, let's go ahead and uh, just hit the social medias just so you guys know where to find it. Uh, Chris Putalias on Twitter. Uh, I try to be as active as I can. Let's be honest, I'm always on my phone, but I try to be out there as much as I can. And then also on Twitter, you can find me under Christian Putelias, which is... I'm going to see if I can make this work, but I'll have it somewhere on the on the actual screen. Hopefully it works. But if you're listening, it's C-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-P-U-T-A-L-L-A-Z. Um, and then you also you can find the show on Instagram under Cuatro Cuatro Dos, which is Q-U-A. T-T-R-O, and then you spell that again, and then D-O-S, um, Cuatro Cuatro Dos, it's the name, and also don't forget to check out the YouTube channel, where obviously, if you checked it out, you're probably watching this, um, also Cuatro Cuatro Dos, and yeah, so I have interviews there, I've done three so far by the time this one came out, hoping to do more, uh, I've been reaching out to some people, been getting some answers, some not answers, uh, so hopefully the not answers can answer back, and hopefully the ones that do have an the ones that have answered, uh, you know, we'll make it we'll make it happen and then we'll post it out. Um, I just want to say thank you to all the people that actually answered my my calls and um, and were able you know to have time to actually do the interviews. Hopefully they guys enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys are enjoying it. Um, but yeah. Let's go ahead and get with the news. Um, like always, we're going to break it down worldwide. We'll bring it closer to home to the U.S. And then we'll always we'll bring it down closer to the H um, and talk about some Houston news and stuff like that. You, like always, the MLS, since it's uh, the U.S. and then Houston is always going to be interconnected. Uh, and also the dash with uh, NWSL. So, you know, everything is going to be interconnected right there. So, you know, those are going to jump back and forth. But when it comes to the world, there's a bunch of stuff going on. Um, and like always, this, usually I start taking notes from Mondays and then I record on Sunday nights to make sure I get like a full complete week of news and stuff like that. Uh, but starting off, um, Monday was like the big announcement in Mexico of uh, Monarcas actually making the switch and fully moving into Mazatlán FC, Football Club. Um, a lot of people were either on board with it, like hardcore, <clears throat> not hardcore, but it was a cool logo, it was a cool introduction video. And then, of course, you have the ones that were against it 
and with a reason because you know if you're a you know a full hardcore you know monarchas fan from like way back in the day and stuff like that and then all of a sudden your team basically doesn't exist anymore it's just kind of like a shock you know a shock to the system um but I guess in the day that we live in today, well, at least if you're in the U.S., you kind of you kind of expect that a little bit more because you know you're used to like NBA teams moving, NFL teams moving. Uh, I don't know about MLB teams moving lately. I know they have in the past, like for example, the the Dodgers were in Brooklyn or whatever, and now they're in LA, like the complete opposite. And and of and of course, soccer. You know, we see it in our own Houston here and at home. That obviously there were San Jose earthquakes back in the day, and then you know, obviously they became the Houston Dynamo. But I mean, I was talking to uh, I believe it was Juan from the Peña Madrilista. We were talking about like the different how nowadays like the colors are like super different to like old school colors. You know, you're used to seeing the blues, the reds, uh, the blacks, the whites. You know, like the basic colors of the color wheel and like in a team but nowadays with like for example inter miami you see the pinks um forward i, th I think it's forward fc the usl team you know they use the purples and the pinks and they had that badass jersey that they just came out with um is it forward or forward i don't i don't know shout outs to you guys you guys made up some badass jerseys so i'll you know uh, sorry if I mess up the name, but you know you know who you are and you know what you're making. And then of course Mazatlan FC coming in with that vibrant, vibrant purple. Uh, I'm sure, ladies, if you're listening, you know that it's not purple. It's probably some other color that we guys don't know what it is. But you know, to us, it's purple. Uh, but it's a pretty cool logo. It has like you know different. Uh, as in the anchor, you know, because they're like a port city or something like that. Those they're close to the water. Um, so I mean, it's a pretty badass logo. If if anything, go check it out uh, online or whatever. So it's Mazatlan FC. So we'll move on to uh, to a couple of players that have that stood out this week. Where um, Helen, Helen, the the guy from Borussia Dortmund with the with the thing to the side, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, obviously, you know what I'm talking about because he actually gave Borussia Dortmund the, the the victory this past when was that Friday? Um, literally in the last minute of the game, went up for the header, um, gave him the win. Um, I think it was Saturday. I think it was yesterday actually. But it's gonna be, well. The reason that I wrote his name down is because it's gonna be interesting seeing such a young guy with so much talent, and he's literally wrecking it over there at Borussia Dortmund, like. Literally, he came from one day not being nobody. Well, I mean, not being known, not being nobody. But he was kind of known, obviously, in those circles. But he came from, like, you know, not being fully known worldwide to, like, the kids just, like, destroying, the like, the league. Like, he's been scoring almost every game. He either has a goal or an assist. Uh, he's a young guy. He's tall. He's athletic. You know, he's powerful up there. And you can see a whole bunch of stuff. And it's going to be interesting because... Um, you, we know that Barcelona and Real Madrid are usually the ones, you know, that have the cash flow going and, you know, they're the ones that usually end up taking, you know, players. And if not, it's like usually one of the Premier League teams. Um, so it's going to be interesting where he actually ends up because obviously Borussia Dortmund, 
it's a big team, but let's be honest, it's a big team in Germany. It's not a big team in the Premier League. It's not a big team in La Liga or, you know, it's not Barcelona or Real Madrid or whatever. So it's going to be interesting to see because, you know, in Europe, most leagues are pretty competitive. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Uh, once again, it's going to be interesting to see how much money they're going to drop for him and where the heck he's going to end up. So keep an eye on Helen. Is that his name? I th- also, I think I said, he, he, I said, he, I, let me restart again. I said in the past that I thought he was from Sweden or something, but I think he actually is from Norway. Norway or Denmark? See, I don't even know my facts. I should probably study some stuff, huh? And you would think me, like liking geography and all that stuff, I would actually know. I, I can see the flag in my head, but I can't put it to the... But I want to say it's Norway. Um, another player that has been making uh, the news is... Uh, An- is it Antonio or Antoine Griezmann? The Frenchman, the good-looking Frenchman, you know, let's be honest, he's a good-looking dude. Um, champion of the world, um, last World Cup. Um, he's talking about, oh, he's showing a lot of interest in the MLS, which is very interesting because... Not interesting, but I guess we are used to in the MLS of getting, well, not now, but back in the day, we were known for being like a retirement league. You know, you get your players that were great at one point in time. And when they're going on their, you know, downward slope per se in their career, and I'm not saying they were bad, but you know, they were not. They're not at their peak per se. Um, that's when they decided to come to the U.S. Griezmann, Griezmann has his contract up to 2024, which is like what four more years, which is not a lot. But you know how these contracts go; they don't usually last the, their full term, like per se. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see if any, you know, if any MLS team pulls a trigger on that to to have like a, a player of that quality, you know, and you know a, a player that went from Atletico Madrid to like Barcelona, champion of the world of France and stuff like that, you know, and imagine all that, you know, experience and all, and all that prestige that it can bring to having such a name in your team. And it's going to be interesting to see because we as Houston Dynamo fans. We are not used to having owners, unfortunately, that drop hard cash on players. You know, we we tend to go the cheaper route. You know, and you know, for like lack of better words or whatever. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see who actually pulls the trigger on that. My money is on uh, Inter Miami. I think they're gonna be the ones to pull the trigger. Also, uh, Thiago Silva. He also said that he was gonna leave after the Thiago Silva and Cavani. Uh, from PSG, we're talking about leaving the PSG after the season's over. Um, so it's going to be also those two names are going to be flying in the air. Cavani, being a Boca Juniors fans myself, uh, there has been talks of him actually going to Boca. Uh, but who knows? You, you never know where they're going to end up, especially now with the MLS being such a hot commodity to go play and stuff like that. So you never know. We might have a Cavani, a Thiago C- Thiago Silva, I believe he might stay in Europe. I think he still has more to give. Cavani, he's like in his 30s, which in soccer age, it's like old. Uh, we're, we're like dogs. Well, not we because I'm not a professional. But, you know, soccer, professional soccer players, they're like, they, they're counted as dog years almost. Um, but, yeah, a lot of names, a lot of big names are rolling around in the world. And we as MLS people... 
we got to be excited about, you know, possibly having those people over here in this league. You know, how entertaining would that be? Be going to a stadium and seeing, like, highly known names in your stadium. Um, another thing that happened this week was Copa Italia. Uh, first game was Juventus. Uh, don't tell me, don't tell me. Juventus Inter. Um, 0-0. Cristiano Ronaldo missed a penalty. I mean, it wasn't a bad penalty. It hit the post. I think the goalie might have touched a little bit. I actually saw part of that game. Um, if not most of it, actually. <clears throat> but because um, I was at home doing some some ho- some uh, some housework. You know, I was cleaning and stuff. But I was trying to keep an eye on it. Um, another thing. Uh, and then the other game, the other semifinal. So Juventus win because of the... They went forward because of their uh, away goal. Basically, difference. Uh and then um, Napoli played. Uh, who did they play? Napoli played uh, Lautaro Mart. No, they played Inter. Napoli played Inter. Juventus played. Who did Juventus play? I wish I could pull up my phone because my phone is actually recording this. So let me see if I can pull up the interwebs for a second. But I know Juventus was playing another big team. It was in M- Milan. Well, whatever. We'll get back to it, but it's going to be a good final because at the end of the day, that team lost. So, sucks for them. But, uh, so the final is actually going to be Juvent- uh, Juventus, yeah. And um, Juventus-Napoli is going to be an interesting game. Napoli, even though they're not known for having, like, giant players, they're known for their, you know, for their power, basically. Uh, Cellini, Real Madrid, da 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 Napoli-Inter 1-1. And Juve, yeah, Juve Milan, yeah, Juve AC Milan, and then Inter Milan against Napoli. So I was in the, in the correct city. Um, so yeah, like I said, Juventus going in with uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Dybala, uh, a bunch of stars. Napoli, honestly, I can't think of any names on top of my head. I know they have great players, and also they have um, Gattuso. So. Gattuso is their coach. If you don't know, Gattuso was like also a World Cup champion with Italy in 2006. One of like the greatest teams to have ever played, in my opinion. In my, I might be biased because I was like one of the first World Cups that I actually was all in paying attention because I was like 12, 13 maybe. So, you know, when you're like 12, 13, you actually... And that was like... Uh, where was that? In Germany. So, you actually had to like either wake up early or watch late and stuff like that. And I was like full on, you know, watching every game, keeping scores of everything, every single game and stuff like that. So it's going to be a good final. And that final in my calendar, which if you can see, my kids wrote all over it. But this is my calendar where I keep all my soccer stuff. Um, it's actually going to be the 17 on Wednesday. The Copa, Copa Italia final is going down, which is the same day that Premier League starts. So for all my Premier League players... Not players, but fans over there. Premier League starts this Wednesday. I think it's kicking off with just a couple of games. Uh, it's actually going to be a really good game. Man, I'm used to having my phone here, um, but it's over there. But uh, And also, I actually should be a little bit more... Uh, I should get ready, huh? But it's okay, you know, this is how we do it. Someday I'll have a... A producer that's gonna, you know, whisper in my ear and he's gonna tell me everything that I have to know. Yeah, yeah, seen Joe Rogan, you know how he has um he has Jamie. Well I need a Jamie. But it's okay. 
Uh, so yeah, Manchester City, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Manchester City is playing Arsenal that first day, which is going to be good. And then Aston Villa is playing Sheffield United. because, And also, for all my Wolverhampton fans that are watching, hopefully I made a few by having the interview with Paul. Uh, they're probably going to be watching that Sheffield United because uh, Sheffield United and Wolverhampton, they're tied in points, I believe. And, uh, you know, they, they have to... At least for once, either root for a, for a loss of Sheffield or or for a tie or something to to kind of make help them make that difference. Um, and then we have a whole bunch of really good games. So the 17 Manchester United Arsenal, uh, June 19, which is that Friday. You have uh, Tottenham Manchester United. Uh, you have what else? You have well, obviously Wolverhampton is playing West West Ham. Um, and then that weekend too, and Sheffield is playing Newcastle, and then you know, so on, so on, so on. So the Premier League starts. Everybody's super excited. Uh, La Liga started this week. Obviously, Barcelona and uh, Real Madrid. Obviously, they're up there fighting, and they're obviously having Messi step. Messi obviously is killing it. Um, Real Madrid is killing it with all their players over there. And let's talk about a little bit about La Liga. Since we're in that topic, of course I wrote down nothing has changed in Spain because Real Madrid Barcelona are still reigning. Um, um, what about those virtual virtual fans? How did y'all like that? Did, do y'all rather have, um, like for example, in uh, Bundesliga they just have the noise, um, which is cool, I guess. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it makes it on TV. It makes it better. Because uh, it just kind of gives you that, you know, background noise. It's kind of weird just to hear the, like, white noise. Not white noise, because you hear the players screaming and, you know, you know, pass the ball, da-da-da, whatever. They shout at each other. Um, but it's kind of weird because you just hear the presenter, the the, 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 the guy that's talking. Um, and then you just hear, like, you know, cakes and da-da-da. Which is cool as a... Uh, I forgot who had tweeted, you know, something like, you know, if you're a young prof- or young person wanting to be a professional he was like you know listen to how their players talk to each other and da 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 which is which is great advice because it kind of gives you a window into how they play inside the field because most of the times you're just you know watching and listening to to the fans cheer da 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 but uh, you know it's a good opportunity to to see how they you know play in the field and how they work um but now on la liga they have virtual fans which is weird because on the camera or like the main camera where you watch the games, it looks like the stadium is full. Like it gives you a perception that the there's people in there, and obviously you hear the noise and you're like, what the hell? Because but because when you see the replays, like you can't see anybody. Like it's literally empty. So you're like, whoa, like that's weird. Like how did they go from there to there? But you know it is what it is. I, I mean. I don't know. I, I I'm indifferent about it, so I don't know. What do you guys think? You know, let me know in the comments. You know, let's do that. Let's do that for once. Let me know in the comments how you feel and how you see it. Um, and also there was a pitch invader, uh, invader. Uh, yeah, basically a dude ran in the field, and obviously he was trying to hug Messi and all that. But Messi, by the way, weird uh, look. Um, I don't know. I like the beard. The beard looks makes him look older. Um, the no beer makes him look like a 12 year old killing everybody on the field, but it is what it is, right? Um, but yeah, pitch and inv- pitch invader, 
Um, imagine how crazy you have to be, not crazy, but how much of an infatuation, that's a big word of the week, infatuation you have to have for a player that you are willing to, first of all, get out of your house with the whole uh, corona stuff, um, sneak your way in somehow into the stadium, then sneak in your way in into like the field, and then actually run out there and, you know, obviously you get caught eventually. But, you know, like the, basically the balls, you have to have to do that in this time. I don't know if he's going to get like fine, you know, because I don't know. Certain countries like you can't even leave your house because they're so bad, especially in Spain. Spain kind of had it hard with the Rona. So it's going to be interesting. But I thought it was cool, you know, seeing a dude. It kind of brings it back to normal. But, you know, it is what it is. So moving on from the world news to more closer to home, uh, let's see if we can make all this fit in in like a few uh, minutes. Um, also, a quick, a quick uh, question. I don't know if anybody's gonna answer because literally, I see people watching. Uh, I I look at the numbers of people that watch, which I'm very grateful. Thank you so much for all 12 of you that, that listen and watch. I don't know if I think it's a little bit more, but thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Um, but, you know, my thing is, could I get some feedback? You know, even if you don't like it, just tell me, hey, like, can you, you could do this better. I, 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 I honestly, I don't get offended easily, um, but I like constructive criticism, especially if you're a fellow podcaster or video person. Um, if you could give me some tips or, or something or, or, you know, if you'd be like, hey, you know, uh, talk louder, do this, do that. I don't know, whatever. Even if you're not, if you're listening and you don't like something that I do or say, I know I say um a lot, um, like like right there. So because, you know, I hear myself back later on just to see what I could better myself. And um, so, yeah, I know there's things that I, I don't like about myself that I try to make it better. But if you have some feedback, you know, hit me up. Let me know. Even, you know, private or public. I, don't, I really don't care. I, I won't delete anything. I won't say anything. You know, it is what it is. I see it as an opportunity to grow the, the Cuatro Cuatro Dos platform. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, moving on into the U.S. Um, also, do I make it too long? Would you like the, the, the things to be shorter? I, I'm actually just trying to go and talk. So, you know, if you listen, you listen. If you don't, you don't. That's my my uh, my uh, attitude right now. But you know, like I said, I would love some feedback from the listeners, please, or viewers. Now, I guess. Um, but yeah, let's talk about some U.S. news. Uh, Tim Howard is doing a movie uh, or something like that. Um, so somebody actually bought the rights to um, to do a movie about him. Hold on. Um, so they're gonna do. Uh, he said that during his playing time, people were approaching him to do movies. Um, but obviously, what he was playing, he said, you know, he wanted to focus more into his playing career. And now that he's uh, retired or is getting close to that or whatever, I think he already retired last season, right? Um, Team Howard, uh, Team Tim Howard, uh, is gonna do a movie about kind of his life and well, not his life, but I think it's mostly about his time in England. Um, but in my head, I was like, what if we just do a freaking movie about this time in the World Cup? Wouldn't that be better? Y'all remember that? That great run that the U.S. had? When was it? Back in, what, 2014, 2010? That everybody was going crazy? And that Tim Howard was, like, saving the world in memes and stuff like that? Like, literally, Tim Howard was the meme of, like, 
the month, month, like month, two months. And I love those memes. Those memes were like Tim Howard saving the world, saving the dinosaurs. I'm actually going to post a couple of those. Let me make some notes here to put some Tim Howard memes. And then hopefully that's going to get people actually to listen. So if you're listening, welcome. Welcome from the Tim Howard memes. Uh, So yeah, Tim Howard is going to make a movie or something like that. They're going to make a movie about him. I wonder if he's going to be in the movie. Um, I know if they were making a movie about me, I would be in it somehow. Um, So the other news that actually came up where um, the MLS took a vote about letting their players, uh, the MLS players, obviously, uh, kneel um, for the anthem. So obviously, we know what's going on in the U.S. and probably in the world. Um, I think is, I don't really have to say what's going on. Uh, We all know about the whole injustices that are happening to you know to fellow uh, brothers and sisters of the you know black community, um, and obviously there's some people that actually want to protest or, or or show their support by kneeling and and doing certain certain specific things uh, at specific times. And in this one in particular, um, the MLS actually took out a law that prohibited the players from kneeling. Uh, with the with the with the what's this called the anthem um and i they actually re- revoked it and in my personal opinion uh i don't i don't consider myself either republican or uh or what's the other one democrat or whatever i consider myself um uh, what is that a libertarian the person like in the middle like i like a little i like a little bit of both uh basically you know um <clears throat> so me you know I see it I can I see it in, in both ways I see how it could be disrespectful for some people but I also see how it could be a form of expression a form of protest a peaceful protest uh for others so you know I think it, I think that the MLS did good uh, by by letting them kneel I don't I don't see it as a sign of disrespect especially with the whole Kaepernick situation and actually Kaepernick being told by a person that actually sacrificed or was pulling to put their life in the line um, for this country that told him, hey, you know, the best way to do it without disrespecting me is for you to take a knee. Um, in my personal opinion, I think it's better, you know, it's better to do that than to do a bunch of other things that they could do with the flag. Um, I've seen people obviously do worse things with it, like burn it, step on it and stuff like that. So I think, you know, taking a, being silent and taking a knee respectfully in a way um, is completely normal. And then on top of that, uh, this guy, a Republican from uh, Florida, Matt G- Gates, uh, this dude is trying to pass a bill basically saying that if you're in a U.S. or a woman's national player, um, you will be either fined or some some shape, way or form if you kneel. Uh, for the national anthem and it was so that was funny enough right there you know because this guy is trying to freaking make it a law um which is retarded um it's literally like literally retarded it takes you back to like primitive things it's like dude let people just do what they want as long as they do it peacefully they're literally not a if you really get offended i told my brother this my brother, he happens to to lean a certain way. 
Um, even though he says he doesn't, it's funny. We have funny conversations. Sorry if I'm outing people out here, but you know, we're always talking about these. You know, some people are, you know, what they call snowflakes, and you know, they get offended over everything. This offends me, this offends that. And it's funny because Republicans are always talking about, you know, snowflakes and they get offended. And then, you know, they're basically doing the same thing. They're getting offended because a person is protesting peacefully by taking a knee. So it's funny. And then to make it extra, yesterday or Saturday, Mr. Donald Trump uh, came out with a freaking tweet saying, I won't be watching any more soccer if they do it. And then this, this was my reaction. Hopefully you're watching. But literally, I, I I went like this. And I was like, this. Excuse my French. I know. I, I Hopefully I don't have little, you know, young kids watching. I have young kids of my own. But this is my exact uh, ver- verbatim. Is that the word? My exact reaction when I, fir- when I read that tweet. I was like, this motherfucker is crazy. Because, not because, you know he's a motherfucker or anything like that but i was like this dude probably has never seen a soccer a soccer game in his effing life and now he's going to comment into the sport that i love and i took it personal in a way because i'm a soccer lover and not because of anything political but well i guess it is because he is happens to be the president but it's funny because i was like dude just let the fucking people be. Do whatever the fuck they want, bro. Like, and stop threatening people that you're gonna not gonna watch soccer anymore. Like, we really care if you do. Like, soccer already like in the United States is like you know is fighting to be one of the top sports, and like not a lot of people pay attention to it. You know, outside of the soccer world, and I think we're gaining ground when it comes to like being known and being visible into the community. Uh, but like, for example, if you're like a famous player, um, you might get recognized in your city. But like, if you go somewhere else, you you probably won't. I mean, I highly doubt ninety nine point nine percent of the of the Houston Dynamo players get recognized in Houston, you know, itself. But you know, if you're JJ Watt. Like, I've heard the stories of, for Halloween, he actually has to have police officers or security at his house because people go to his house, or they don't want people to go to his house because J.J. Wyatt or, like, James Harden or, like, people like this, they wouldn't be able to walk down the street, you know, you know, peacefully in a way. Um, but it's just funny. I just took it personal because I was like, this motherfucker never probably watched a soccer game. Doesn't know probably one rule of the game. He probably doesn't even know we play with our feet. And he's over here talking about how he's not going to watch soccer anymore. It's like, eh. I mean, I guess it's a good loss if he doesn't watch any more soccer, to be honest. I'd rather him not talk about soccer anymore. But it is what it is. We'll move on from politics. Uh, and we'll move on into uh, something kind of political, but not really. Uh, it's kind of, well, I guess it's not good to laugh about it because one of the DC United players got the Rona. They got the Corona. So um, I really don't know how it was going to be because of the whole MLS um, thing that's going to happen. Also, hey, I haven't forgotten the MLS and the whole draw. Uh, I'm actually planning on doing a special episode for that just entirely for the MLS and the draw and how the tournament's going to be in a very kind of like Houston Dynamo specific so for all my Houston Dynamo fans 
that are coming from like the Come and Take It podcast. I'm gonna bring kind of bring that back a little bit. Um, but I'm gonna have like a whole uh, podcast about that as well. Um, probably is gonna be a little bit shorter, but you know, it's just gonna be specific to the MLS draw and to to the tournament itself. Um, but yeah, like um, DC United player got the corona, was diagnosed positive or whatever. So it's gonna be interesting to see how the MLS plays around with that. You know, being um, I don't know if he's the, the first player, but it, um, he's one of the few. If if it is not the first player, he's probably like the second or third that we know of. Um, so it's gonna be interesting to see how they play about because obviously the whole. Uh, tournament is already set. It has a start date. It has, you know, the draw has been made. It has uh, teams in each group and all that. And we have dates. Um, so yeah, we'll see how the MLS reacts. Uh, for now, we just have the the DC. We don't even have a name of the player, so it's gonna be interesting. Interesting how it plays out. Um, we have also funny because of the draw that supposedly it was going to be random but it turns out that it's not as random as we thought because they actually confirmed that the first game of the the creative ass name of this tournament MLS is back tournament come on guys MLS come on come on guys give me a shout at least uh, I could probably come up with something better but it is what it is MLS is back tournament is coming back with a uh, Florida uh, derby, I guess we can say. Is that going to be a new derby? I think it is, right? Because it's the two the two teams from Florida. So it's going to be Orlando. Um, I completely forgot the name of the freaking Orlando team. Um, Orlando, I yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I'm thinking of Orlando Pride, but I know it's not Orlando Pride. So Orlando is playing Inter Miami. So it's going to be, I guess it's going to be fun. Um, I, honestly, I didn't think, or supposedly they're playing, obviously, because they're in Florida, but I didn't think they were going to play favorites just because they're playing in the state. But it is, you know, like I said, I'm, I don't work for the MLS yet. Shout out to the MLS, MLS, if you want to hire me. Uh, I have a job currently, but, you know, if you're going to hire me, I can quit it. It's all good. Um, but, yeah, like I said, you know, the MLS has their own rules and regulations, I guess. Um, but yeah, so we're starting the, the tournament off with an Orlando Derby, or sorry, with a Miami Derby. And that's actually going to start on a Wednesday. It's going to be July 8th. So keep your eyes out for that one. I'm going to have to ask for the day off on that one. So Orlando, enter Miami. So the Florida Derby to start the MLS as proper in Florida, Walt Disney World. And then to close it off, off close it all off uh, with some uh, <clears throat> some home news here in the H town. Um, the Houston Dynamo has signed Nico Lemoyne. Nico Limon, uh, where are you from, Nico? Let me know, bro, if you're if you're watching or listening. Uh, Nico Lemoyne uh, has been signed from RGV. Um, he's uh, I think is our fourth player. Coming out of this homegrown thing that we that the MLS does, um, and like I said, I'm going to do a special uh, MLS Houston Dynamo on the MLS Back Tournament episode, um, and I'm actually going to be talking about some players that we're going to have to keep our eyes out because obviously, since we're going to play, be playing so many games, they have extended the roster to 23 players, I believe. 
uh, from 18 to 28, sorry, 18 to 23, so that means five extra players, so that means we have more players, and also since you're playing so many games back-to-back, that means that some players are going to get the chance to play that, you know, because they're going to get tired and all this. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how Tab Ramos actually plays around with these names. You know, why he brings them in, where he's going to play them. Is he going to play them? Is he not? Is he just going to have them as backups? But, you know, a good opportunity for a young kid, Nico Lemoyne, to, to actually show off his skills and show what he's made of. And then to uh, finish off completely, to shout out my uh, my homies. Uh, I, I call them my homies, even though I just know one guy. <laughs> but, uh, um and I completely forget his name. I have it on my phone. But Celaya Graphics, my homie, he hooked it up. Uh, he does all. He well, he, not all. Well, he did. He did all. But I'm saying like if he actually works for me, um, he actually hooked me up with uh, with the graphics that you guys see on those videos, and then some some designs that he's he came up for for the yep for the for the brand for the Cuatro Cuatro those brand. So shout out to him, Celaya Graphics. On uh, on the Twitter, no, on the um, on the Instagram. Actually, I think he's on Twitter too. So shout out to him. And actually, him, he's part of the Surge uh, supporter group. And him uh, linked up with La Patria Energy Drink. And there were actually, if you bought some masks with this, you know, Corona Max, Corona masks, and they were pretty dynamo, cool. Actually. Um, uh, talk to my wife. We're gonna. I'm gonna. Well, I haven't yet, but I will. I'm gonna buy a, a pack because I think it's like you get like three masks, and you get a four pack of energy drinks for like 15 bucks. And I saw on Twitter that they were actually delivering themselves, so it's pretty cool. If you haven't got any masks yet, or if you want something Dynamo related to show off your support, you can either order the ones from the MLS that actually have the Dynamo logo, or you can get the search ones that are pretty badass. Uh, I've seen them, uh, and I actually have to get them myself because um, I'm tired of wearing this. Sorry, but I wear the same mask. Um, but it's gonna be cool if I can have three different ones that I can like rotate and stuff like that. Uh, especially in the time that we live in today, that we have to wear a mask everywhere we go, basically. Um, so shout out to the Surge with their good products. Um, also, keep an eye out for the other supporter groups. Hopefully, they're doing they're doing good. In this time off, and uh, let's see what you know what what they're bringing to the table, what what they're doing. Support them, uh, keep them keep them in the loop, um, and hopefully, um, I got a contact info for uh, for one of the guys. I'm not gonna like I said, I'm not gonna say anything until it actually happens. But you know, talking to to um, Victor Valencheck, thank you for your time the other day. We talked old Barcelona stuff. So if you wanna uh, see those, it's gonna be on the YouTube channel. Uh, Victor Valencheck gave me the contact information for for a guy that I would love to interview, so I'm gonna hit that guy up too, and then we're gonna have a conversation, uh, hopefully, uh, if he agrees, obviously, and then uh, it, you know it's gonna be on the on the YouTube as well. But uh, other than that, I think those are all the news for the week. Thank you for sticking with me. Don't forget cuatro cuatro dos on every oh, not on everything, but on 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 Instagram, Chris. Putaleas on Twitter, Christian Putaleas on Instagram. I should make those, you know, combine, right? So I think I'm going to have to switch them up. But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I appreciate everything. Uh, like I said, hopefully you guys don't get bored. Give me some feedback and then stay on the lookout for more YouTube videos, more interviews, uh, more kit series. I'm actually getting all my mics in and stuff like that. So I'm very excited. 
hopefully soon I'm getting a tripod to you know do some videoing stuff um, and you know we'll get more content out there and also if you would love to collaborate or do something with me hit me up let's do something let's keep a you know funny enough let's keep a soccer great in Houston um, but yeah thank you for listening thank you for watching and we'll see you guys later <laughs>